There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we made it to hour three with Lori and Julia. Today is Lori's birthday, so let's wish her a big happy birthday. And we're going to wish our station a happy birthday and do something for our listeners, you guys. Happy birthday! So we need you guys to give caller us a call. Caller 7. Yeah, caller 7 to 651-641-1071. And we're going to hook you guys up with a pair of tickets to the birthday bash at Lush on July 21st. And happy birthday, Lori. Mm-hmm. Thank you so Can much. Can I tell you, I don't know. I know that Wimbledon happened yesterday yeah. and Djokovic won. Um, but did you see um, Maggie Smith? Did, is she Dame Maggie Smith or Maggie Smith? Yeah, yes. She was sitting right behind Martina Navratilova and Billie Jean King. Navratilova. Navratilova, I know, and I can't pronounce their names. And Tom Cruise was there. Tom Hillison was there. Um, Andy Kate Garfield. Kate Winslet was there. Kate Winslet was there. Jason Statham. And his beautiful blonde wife. Mm-hmm. And then... Lika Watiti and Rita Ora Yes, were they were. I was really surprised to see Kate Winslet there. Oh, yeah. We haven't you know? seen her. It was... It was, uh, you know, Tom obviously lives in London. That yeah, is he does. true. And everybody has to wear a suit, suit jacket. I mean, you have to be dressed up to be in that one box. The royal box. The royal box. You do. So even George has to wear a suit and tie. He was darling. You'd think he could just wear trousers and a button down. He's only eight. Nope. Did you Those see rules. that Kate and William arrived separately? No. And he, William was tucking in his clothes as he was getting out of the Stop car. It, they greeted each other like people who live in separate houses. Stop. I'm not kidding you. Julia, I'm Who's, just saying. Hi. Yeah. Okay, um, now here's, a, I, I just think um, you'll like this story just okay. because you discovered and have loved Moniskin ever since oh. however you discovered them and they were on Saturday Night Live. Is and that I how we discovered it? Okay, and I was it. watching it one random night and there they are and I'm like, oh, I love this band. And and their music is really good. And when I was driving up north this weekend, I couldn't believe how many radio stations Play music Mon- stations yes. are playing Moniskin. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. a few of the songs. And so um they're back in their home country of Italy. Yes. And the, really the only English that um, the two guys and the two gals know are just whatever lyrics that they sing. Like they, a lot of bands. From, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they won Eurovision. So, yes. Um, Angelina Jolie has been in Rome for a few weeks now. She's directing a movie called Without Blood. Uh-huh. And it's lots of Roman exteriors. And there have been photos of Angelina in Rome, but most of them... We've seen her, you know, shopping with Zahara, sightseeing with some of her kids, hanging out with Selma Hayek, who's in the movie. Yes. And um, yesterday, 
We get a video. Angelina and Shiloh were at Maniskin's concert in Rome. Shiloh is the first child that Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie had biologically, and she's gorgeous. She is? is, How could you not be? I don't know. I mean... She's gorgeous. Anyway, I think... um, we might want to start following Damiano, um, David, who's the lead singer in Monaskin. Oh. Because I guess he does champagne toasting and fabulous makeup and high-heeled boot strutting and chaotic pansexual energy all over his Insta. It sounds like Angelina's type, or at least her type circa 2000. He's too little for her. Well, maybe, but Damiano David... He brings dangerous, beautiful vibes. Oh, he's gorgeous, but he's too petite for her. Anyway, it's a cute photo of the two of them singing and dancing to Monaskin. And, you know, I bet it was uh, Shiloh's first big concert. Well, maybe, probably. Yeah. They looked like they were having fun. Yeah, she really is a beautiful kid. Absolutely. Good jeans. How could you not? (laughs) She really looks like both of them. She does. She really does. Okay, so it's it's only logical that she too will look like a movie star. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's happening. Amber Heard, we still oh, haven't heard oh. the last of the lawsuit. We've got double. We've got uh, uh, there's an insurance uh, company um, over the that she faces a legal battle with over the Depp lawsuit, and she's trying to have her um, the guilty or the what did she wish? The, the verdict overturned. Overturned because of a jury. Um, she says her lawyers are saying that the the wrong juror came for I don't know. They explained it on GMA and it yes. sounds like the guy got a jury summons at a house and he thought it was for him. Yep, and he yeah. went and registered and then went in. And but went in. But it was just like sometimes that the, the there'd have to be intent is what right. Dan Abrams said. For her to have the verdict right. thrown out on that one. But this other thing is... Her insurance company mm-hmm. is um, suing her because they have to pay for her... Um, they've had to pay a million dollars for her to... Um, they, here's what they're saying is that we don't want to pay for her when she was found guilty. Why do we have to keep paying for her on all these suits and everything? Oh, really? They're just... They're done. I didn't even know people could get that kind of insurance. I don't know, but her insurance company is suing her, seeking a ruling whether it has to pay Heard after her unsuccessful defense of a defamation lawsuit. Mm-mm, they mm-mm. believe that um, the lawsuit, they just say the insurance company said that in the lawsuit that it doesn't believe it had an ongoing obligation to continue to defend Amber Heard. Um, so she, they filed in the district court in California. Oh, boy. And... Um, Lordy, lordy. But they contend that there's no, they have no basis to continue to insure. Why do they have to pay for this stuff? So I don't know. I don't know what that kind of liability insurance. I didn't even know that was an option to get it. Well, I would like to buy insurance in case anybody to... sues me or something. I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, wouldn't that be your homeowners, your life? I don't well, know. It, yeah, she had a liability protection. Yeah. I suppose so. You know, maybe you could be. It's her umbrella. Fr- it could be frivolous lawsuits that you as a famous person. Maybe this is something they tell you to get when you're become public eye. Hey, you should get this kind of insurance. Here's what they're saying. Hmm. Is that in the state code of California, 533. 
it says providers that the insurance company an insurer is not liable for a loss caused by the willful act of the insured. Oh, that's how they're going to get out of it. Yep. There's always some fine print somewhere. Always read the fine uh-huh. print. Always read the fine print. I don't know. I don't know. She's uh, she's just trouble. She's yeah. She's just trouble. Do we? Do people? Do you guys know? Um, we are broadcasting live from Creative Hair Designs in Hastings. Yes, yes. On Wednesday, Don and Steve tomorrow at Livia. What is and Livia? Done, it's weight control. Yes, it's oh. the old Metafast. Oh, is that mm-hmm. what it is? Yeah. Okay. So they're going to be at the Edina location, and then we're at Creative Hair Design. And last time when we were in Roseville, boy, did we try on a lot of You toppers. tried on a lot because so I had fun. a fresh blowout, and oh. I didn't want to wreck my hair. Of course. Um, is that going to be your situation this Wednesday? I yes, I'm having a blowout no. on Wednesday morning, so I'm not going to be trying Before, on wigs. But I will try, um, maybe I might get a fresh ponytail. Maybe I I'll get love a your pony. Yeah. A, a different Pamela. <laughs> I love Pamela. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Brenda, my Brenda. Your Brenda. Brenda which I looks love. really good. Is, do you think it would be rude of us to try and talk the, the people into stop referring to yes. um, toppers as toppers? Yes, it's because that's the common name across. Lori, what do you want? I'll call them falls. Well, that's not. I think it would be rude to bring okay. up that conversation. I don't like what you call Toppers these. Toppers is too close to toupee. It well, does feel like toupee. It but does that's feel the like word toupee. in the industry. Yep. Okay, but I'm just saying. Uh, you know, at my Pilates class, uh, someone was trying to okay. pass off the where the butt and the thigh meet and try and give it some new name that begin with an F. And Instead I said, thigh? I said, it's the Bathai. Everybody knows I it's the Bathai. I can just see you getting in a fight as you're laying down on <laughs> your reformer. I wasn't getting in a fight, but I just said, I, there's a better word and it's a Bathai. It's not facts. Oh. It's like where the fat yes. ass meets the thigh. I don't like that word. I don't either. Bathai no. is so much better. Yes. The, not the butt, it's not, not the, the thigh, it's the butt thigh. The fat ax. No. No, that's not <laughs> no, a good word. No, like that, that sounds like If facts. we're going to work our butt let's call it by a loving name, like we call, you know, our side panya de amor. Instead right. of calling it side back fat, which just doesn't sound good, call it panya de amor. That's a lot sexier. Sides of love. A lot sexier. Something to hold on to. Really, really, <laughs> really, really. Oh my gosh. All right. I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sing it. I love you guys. I I I uh I would not buy a I would not buy a Pilates reformer though to have at my house. I don't know where I'd put it. I it love, would be fun I to love have. them though. Wouldn't yeah. it be fun to have? Oh, it'd be great, oh but my they gosh. cost thousands. Like Twenty six hundred I looked last week. Oh, that's what it is? Mm-hmm. But where do you put it? Where do you put it? And I like my Pilates teacher. I mean, I like the whole experience. Of going. Yeah. But like if you had it, just think about how long and lean you could get. I bet you anything Jennifer Aniston has one. Oh, she just goes. She has a trainer that comes over. I'm sure she has a room for all that. I bet you Jennifer Aniston has (laughs) one. one. Has a Pilates. (laughs) Uh You know. I believe it. Why Why wouldn't you? I wonder if she's wondering right now about Brad Pitt, if he ever knew he was kissing all these years. (laughs) <laughs> if you ever knew, even knew that she was, he was married to her right. and she went in a room and didn't say Brad, Brad, I'm over here with his facial dysmorphia where he can't re- recognize a face Oh, I know. whatever it is alright listen it's time for the dirt alert we'll be right back this is a my talk dirt alert 
Hello, Holly. We are looking forward to our doodler today. What do you got? Oh, well, hello, birthday lady, oh, Gloria. thank you. Yes, it's your birthday. And Julia, your birthday, you'll have to wait till next month. Yes, you will. <laughs> and uh, let's start with Jen Shaw pleading yes. guilty in her telemarketing scheme scandal. Now, Jen Shaw appeared in a New York courtroom today to take part in a change of plea hearing. Now, she switched her original plea of not guilty to guilty today, taking responsibility for fraud and money laundering charges. It's unbelievable. They, yep. they, they have they, so much on her, obviously. They obviously do. Um, and the cameras are rolling. They weren't rolling when she was in court, but they are filming right oh, now. Oh, are they right now? Yep. Oh, gosh. All right. And she doesn't get sentenced until the Monday after Thanksgiving, so they're going to have all of this on film. Yes, you're right, Lori. People.com is exclusively confirming that Jen Shaw is letting the cameras roll while all of this unfolds. Uh, sources tell People exclusively exclusively that she's had Meredith and Heather by her side who have been very supportive of their friend during a difficult time. Okay. When you prey on hundreds of elderly Americans, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I feel like Meredith was the one raising her hand and least and Lisa Barlow was the one calling her lawyers. I don't know these ladies. She just has to complete filming. So she gets paid her, you know, she yeah. needs this money. She he immediately does. owes like $6.5 million and then another 9.5 in restitution before she goes back to, before she gets sentenced. Yeah, so she needs those Bravo paychecks. She does. Yeah, now uh, in this statement, uh, she accepts responsibility for fraud and agrees not to appeal if senten- if the sentence in all of this is 14 years or less. Now with this plea deal, <laughs> oh my gosh. Right? Um, well, the the plea deal that she struck at one point, the, the deal that she made, she was facing up to 50 years in prison, arguably yeah. going to behind bars for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this new plea deal, uh, this plea deal means that she will not stand trial. She was going to uh, in the near future. She was charged with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing. And she faces a maximum penalty of up to wow. 30 years in prison. Now, her attorney, in a statement to People Magazine, said Miss Shaw is a good woman who crossed the line. Mm. She accepts full responsibility for I her I can't actions. wait to watch the season. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, exactly, right. Julia. This is that real-life, real housewife drama akin to the, what's happening with Erica Jane. Yeah. That uh, these real stories with real consequences are unfolding for us to watch. And it will be. it's just as interesting to see how Bravo depicts this drama versus the reality of the drama. Yeah, because they're going to have a lot of receipts and winks. She did so much protesting that she was innocent and her mom cashed in her 401k to give her money. And oh, boy. Did you guys watch the first season of The Real Housewives? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, oh yeah. We loved it. We loved the first and second season. All right. So, mm-hmm. well, the third season promises much drama. Yeah, I'll to, to unfold over there. Uh, let's talk about a new biopic that's been announced. The Amy Winehouse biopic, Back to Black, is set to be made with the director of Fifty Shades of Grey at the helm, Sam Taylor Johnson. Oh, that's good. She's very good. Did you guys follow Amy Winehouse's story? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, my mom and I were in Vegas when she died. I right. remember where I was when that happened. It was so shocking. Now, according to Variety, uh, any details are under wraps. Variety is also reporting, though, that they understand that a script for the movie has begun circulating around town and it's in the casting stages. They're saying that a relative newcomer is going to be cast in the part of Amy Winehouse. So yeah. they're not doing the Madonna biopic thing looking for the hot young actress of the moment. This mm-hmm. is going to be probably someone that we really don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, well, I mean, she is probably quite a story that we don't even know. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Now, I will say the documentary Amy is good if you were a fan oh, of Amy it? Winehouse. Yeah, that was released, oh, five or six years ago. Uh, so if you are a fan of hers, which I think a lot of people are, mm-hmm. go and check that out before this movie is released. Now... I missed it. And for our friends at the 520 Dirt Alert who may have missed it, Lori and Julia, what was your shady gossip about Leah Michelle joining the cast of Funny Girl? Oh, well, the shady gossip was that um, the Funny Girl producers yesterday said stay tuned Monday. I saw it last night. For an announcement. On Twitter. On Twitter. And Beanie Feldstein went on her socials and announced that she was leaving two months early and because the show is going in a different direction. And Roger Friedman had reported a month ago that it was going to be Leah Michelle and and that the understudy people who saw the show with the understudy were so much happier. The the show isn't changing direction, but I don't think Beanie was too happy about being replaced by Leah Michelle. And you both did you both see yes, Funny Girl? Yes, we did. And your I missed your review. So what were oh, your reviews? I couldn't stand it. <laughs> I, I couldn't stand it. Beanie was a terrible Fanny Bryce. She's a great actress, but she did not fit that part. It was a bust of a show. What say you, Julia? I enjoyed it because I'm such a fan. <laughs> but uh, but again, she wasn't Barbara Streisand. Well, she wasn't Fanny Bryce. She wasn't Fanny Bryce. She wasn't Fanny she Bryce. She wasn't. She can't sing like you need. This is a 100% singing role, yeah. I think. And comedic actress, she had that part, but the singing, she wasn't that strong. I, I think if it was Leah Michelle. She was the weak link. Yeah, she was. The weak link in the move, in the show called Funny Lady. And she was and not so funny. And so was Jane Lynch, Jane Lynch was the mom. Terrible she was a wooden... Oh, well, she's out, too. Yeah. Yeah. So she's going to be leaving. Leah Michelle is coming in her first date playing Fanny Bryce on Broadway and Funny Girl will be September 6th. Yeah. With Tova Felcha playing the mom. So I guess the producers were really pretty pissed that she d- d- didn't let went... them announce it. Yeah. It's their announcement. Yeah. It's not. She made it be all about her. Yeah. And she's the one leaving. And two months early. Two months early. And they And she's missed a yep, lot of shows. Yep. You guys. She's missed a lot of shows. She misses most matinees. And I guess the crowd I mean, the audience likes it. And I that can't be easy 
to know that you're you horrible. Know, so miscast. <laughs> it would be horrible. Some yeah. days I feel that way about this job. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm so miscast in this role of life. What Uh-oh. the heck? <laughs> well, yeah. So while Beanie will be able to move on to other ventures, she's she's a talented performer. She really is. Get back to you know acting and. Film and TV because we've seen her do some great stuff there. Oh yeah, she's wonderful in the movie Booksmart. Yes, she is. Uh, over the weekend, uh, the sporting crowd was at Wimbledon. Yes, including Kate Middleton and Prince George wearing matching navy blue at Wimbledon. Can you believe it? Cute. An eight-year-old has to wear a suit and a tie. First of all, you have to be <laughs> five years old to even attend because oh. Novak's. Um, daughter couldn't come to watch him play. Okay. You have to be five to even get in there to watch. Hmm. I didn't know that. Because people, well, no- people don't want to be around unruly kids. And people don't want to be behind Novak's wife, who was wearing the biggest hat like she was at the damn Kentucky Derby. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a pain in the butt, no matter how you look at he it. Is, oh, he wasn't. He was... Yeah. No, she had a gigantic hat on and a tragic dress. Th- that pink thing was... Tragic. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. And uh, on another day at Wimbledon, uh, Kate Middleton wearing a lovely canary yellow outfit. Gorgeous. While while Tom Cruise was looking at her. Gorgeous. Behind the seats. Yeah. You know what? Kate Middleton's fashion lately. Gorgeous. I mean, that yellow dress was stunning. Not too many buttons? No, it was this big (laughs) yellow. It was gorgeous. She looked phenomenal. Sometimes she likes to be princess buttons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No buttons on this, Okay, good. Good. No buttons. All right. Well, that was your birthday, Dirt Alert. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And celebrate. Thank you so much. We have Sex Monday coming up uh, after the traffic. It's, a, it's an interesting one. Yeah, we got we got a question for a friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's for a friend that we do. I don't know how this came up. Possibly this came up today because of... Um, you know, last week we saw a few interviews with a sex room designer, Melanie Rose, who has a Netflix series called How to Build a Sex Room. Because I'm asking for a friend, how can you experiment with BDSM safely, Julia? <laughs> and we've got this show who who she does she she designs everything from dungeon beds to butt plugs. Okay, that's so, what she designs. Okay? okay, but I just have to say the very first thing in experimenting. With BDSM, mm-hmm. the number one thing I just want to tell people, first, explicit consent. Second, a safe word. And you just you need a safe word with words, and you need a safe word in case you're gagged. So you this need is a visual speaking from experience? Word. This is just, <laughs> yes, Julia. So that, those, that before you even get started, you okay. have to have an explicit conversation and you start lightly and work your way in, but you must have a safe word. And a safe word is something you would never... So you can't say cl- clamp or, you know, harder. That Those cannot be safe words. No, those it has could to be, be something completely different. Like subject. color or Manhattan. Manhattan. China, badminton, poodle, <laughs> tangerine. Okay, and then, and then you have to have a visual... If there's, you know, you have to have a visual words when somebody can't talk. These are two good clues. Yes. Yes. Two good, two good choices. But can I tell you? Because people might change their minds in the middle of something. Okay. So I watched, I watched the show. Oh, you did? First of all, let's listen to the promo for how to build a sex sex room, (laughs) which landed on Netflix and I'm in. Okay. So here is Melanie, the host, Melanie Rose 
talking about it. When people hear the word sex rooms, they concentrate on the word sex. And that connotates dirty, disgusting. No, sex rooms are not disgusting. A sex room could be anything from a sumptuous bedroom to a dungeon under the stairs. But when I design them, they can be beautiful. They can be anything my client desires. And of okay. course, that being sounding like Mary Poppins oh. and talking about <laughs> yeah. this is like a brilliant idea on the part Genius. of Netflix. Yes. Okay, so the show, so this woman, Melanie Rose, I'm four episodes in. Okay. I think there's eight. And really, I was just curious yeah. about what it was going to be like because I knew it was launching this weekend. And um, it's really kind of fun. And it isn't when she says it's, you know, people hear sex and they back away. And we've right, known right, this for years. Yeah, all yeah. of that. But really what she is, is she's part interior designer. She's part relationship sex therapist. And she's a part BDSM educator. So but she, so, okay. so you you meet her in a couple of sitting on a couch. And the first couple, they... Are they in England? Is this no, show in England? No, no. It's, it's in some city here that okay. I feel like is in Pennsylvania somewhere. Right. Pits, and, and what she does is she goes in and, under, you know, what do you guys want? And really what it is, is people with their intimacy at, are, are at all different levels. So you meet a couple that just since they've had their three kids, they're not in a minute anymore. And where they get it on is always in a hotel. So they want a space that is like a hotel in their home Got that it. with privacy. And then you meet another couple that because of the size of them, they're two completely different sizes. Their sex life is a little awkward because the guy's so big. And so how can they make their sex life easier? But the first couple starts out with like um, the first couple's young and I'm kind of thinking, wow, you're doing this on TV right. in America. The first, I, all of them, I'm like, wow. Wow. And then there's a poly situation uh-huh. where it's not just two people, it's seven. Yeah. So how do we get this? So it's just dedicated spaces that are about intimacy. Mm-hmm. Love it. And it really is. Like the, the, the red room. Basically, but it's more than that. Okay. It's because it's both people weighing in on what they want. Got it's it. the couple versus Christian Grey. Great, right, okay. And it's and it is giving you the insights into what you're comfortable with, what you want to explore, what you don't want to explore. I thought this would be a great thing to watch as a couple, actually. Because it's she's pretty entertaining. Yeah. And so the first couple is this young gal and she really she doesn't know she wants to explore more of the BDSM. And the guy thinks, yeah, I'm into the, you know, he literally says this on national TV, the, the fanny plug. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and and so they then so um, our host, Melanie Rose, who's deliciously delightful. Yeah, she doesn't takes, bat an eye. No, she and, takes yeah. them to a dominatrix. And uh-huh. so they're exploring what they want. But it's not threatening. It's it's really fun. Yeah. I mean, it's really fun in the design elements and what she has to do. And you start thinking the poly well, was group, there a solution for the t- the couple that was tall and short. Um, a um, an inversion bed. You know, we were talking about Casey's inversion <laughs> table yeah. earlier. So and this kind of thing that looks like a giant shoe, but it's ah. it's not a spanking bench because you see that a lot in this. Mm-hmm. It's like this giant wedge in a shape of a shoe that is low enough in the center part where the woman can get on top of the man yeah. easy enough. Okay. Where you her feet can touch the floor. Yeah. Because so she's really short yeah, and he's so bigger. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of, and it's, you know, and there's the, you know, you it you kind of bashfully laugh at some parts mm-hmm. of it. And, and 
but it was really, I just thought it was delightful. It's a new take on HDTV, quite frankly. Yeah. But I really, I thought it was delightful. <laughs> I, I saw her be interviewed She's delightful. on like Entertainment Tonight, and I just thought, of course, this would be one way of selling this Cause it's show the- because it's this... I mean, this lady who has, sounds like Mary Poppins. She she's, does. She looks like a therapist. She does. I don't want to like stereotype that, but she's got glasses and very cropped hair. And, and great shoes. And kind of um, no, yeah, very great shoes and kind of a no, a warm no nonsenseness 100%. about her. Nothing shocks her. And she yeah. works with this general contractor who at one point said when the poly, poly couple, you know, um, the seven people needed all these special needs. Uh-huh. And at one point he says, he says like, so we need this shower room because they're into that. Uh-huh. And he's like, what's that? And she says what that is. And he goes, now, wait a minute. Can I just pause and observe that? I've been exposed to a lot of things working with you, but this is a new one. So it's just kind of. What was that? Showering with something golden. Oh, okay. In a different, putting yeah. them in a different order. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And I thought, I mean, it really, it is. Yeah. But it's. One couple just says, we are not intimate at home. Our, and they had a horrible bedroom space. And your mom always said this. Your bedroom should be your sanctuary. Yes. You should have a headboard. You shouldn't create great lighting. You should have a fabulous room. Yes. I think we were interviewed for Spaces Magazine by the Pioneer Press when they came out with that. Yeah. About how to make, you know, your bedroom be this really intimate, private space that's your haven. Yeah, that's just for sleeping and sex. Right. And so... <laughs> It's really kind of cool what she does. Mm-hmm. And I just really... Did she have any uh, interesting, um, like, spanking things Oh, 100%, Lori. There's, yeah. there's all of that. Yeah, all of that. Ropes was an interesting new angle for a couple that never thought roping would be something. Right. And, and I'm not talking about... it's, like, about, disguised, like, in their headboard or something? No, or is it no, just, no, no, no. These rooms are their private, private sanctuaries. Okay. There's no disguising it. Got it. You When you go in there, you see... Oh, there's stuff going on in here. Yeah. She has clever different ways. It's really, I I really, I like it. This might be a good way for people to who talk are, about. Who are uh, looking at um, Exploring, experimenting, experimenting with that. Experimenting. And, and it it's, would be a fun thing. have a safe word? No. No, she's just doing the room. She's These people are already in it. They're already in it, in but it, it isn't. In but, some way. But really it isn't. Like one couple... I mean, it was really funny watching them be in these out-of-body experiences because this one couple where the woman's short and the guy's tall, he's he's on the heavier side. Yeah. And when they go on this little venture to discover some things, it's hysterical. Oh, gosh. All right. It's really, I enjoyed it. All right. Well, there so you go. So I give it, and it's called How to Build a Sex Room, and the host is Melanie Rose, and it's... On Netflix. And it's just... It's having a new way to talk about intimate things as partners and mm-hmm. having a great space to do it in. Yeah. I mean, she had some really great ideas. China, tangerine, <laughs> pineapple, we'll be right back. pineapple. We'll be right back. That's gotta be. Is that the Linda Lindas? Yes. Yeah. Talking to myself. Yeah, they're they're fun, and I think they're opening for Japanese breakfast. Yeah. This all ages show at first to have tonight. I like both bands, but the Linda Lindas are really speaking to me. I, I've been listening to their stuff a lot throughout the show today. I they're really a like their bit sound. Punkier sounding yes, than the other group. The other yes. group is a little bit more synth dreamy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Laurie! Thank you very Happy much, birthday, Julia. Laurie. It is her birthday today. People are 
Taylor saying, I didn't know it was her birthday. Facebook has it wrong. And I'm like, yep. Because we can only have one birthday. That's why I was like, I didn't see it on Facebook. That's right. We just use, because we're Lori Julia on Facebook, so you can just pick one birthday. And then I signed up for the wrong date. I put the wrong date purposely on my birthday because I didn't want Facebook to know my actual birthday for privacy rights. So everyone wishes me happy birthday the day before my birthday. Right. That's right. So many years ago when that all started and who wants to change it. But here's something new that's on tonight. Yeah. We were just talking about, first of all, um, how to build a sex room. And we posted, if you want to get a feel for it, just a little clip of it on the Lori and Julia show page. Yeah. If you want to see it. Um, Claim to Fame. Now, this is a new show. The new Bachelorette kicks off tonight. Lori and I are both disappointed. Yep. That um, they have to have two women. One's not enough. Right. I mean, it's so lame. It is lame. Yeah. That's tonight. But after that is a new show that kind of piqued both of our interests called Claim to Fame. And it's kind of, it's from the creators of Love is Blind and Married at First Sight. And so what Neil Justin reviewed all these summer because we're in the height of these summer game shows. He liked this one. This sounds fun. And Mm -hmm. it's hosted by um, the Jonas Brothers, but one we don't know. The fourth one. Yes. Frankie Jonas. He's a TikToker. Yep. And so he's the youngest brother. He wasn't part of the band. And what the concept is, is that um, Claim to Fame brings 12 celebrities relatives Mm -hmm. under one roof. The goal is to keep their identities under wraps as contestants guess who they're related to. Whoever wins gets a hundred grand. So these people may or may not be related to people like um, who were some well, of the like names? on the view this morning. Zendaya. Whoopi, the, the Jonas Brothers were on the two. Yes. And they showed a clip of her granddaughter who's on the show. And they were playing two truths and a lie. And Yes. Um, Sounds fun. And then Nick, or not Nick Jonas, um, Frankie said, oh, the whole house is decorated with things that are clues to all these people's secrets. Secret, their famous relative. Oh, funny. Okay. And so, but Whoopi's uh, granddaughter, she's like, well, my granny, and she's known for, and then she named three things. (laughs) And the lie was that, you know, she won a porn star word, whatever that's called. But she kind of <laughs> looks like Whoopi with the gap. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. don't know that you would see it because she's a granddaughter. And she's yeah. not giving away anything. No, not yet. But it did It did kind of look like fun. So I that's think, on after The Bachelorette. Yeah, on ABC Channel 5. But, yeah, I don't know why. I never understood why The Bachelorette had to have two women. Right. They would, why don't, why haven't we had a bachelor with two guys then? Exactly. It just, it, it feels desperate. And weird yeah and maybe it's because the so women re- don't get the ratings as much as the men because maybe the show is watched more by women no than men. I, I don't just, know i, I think just, they just wanted to try something new and they yeah. said oh let's have two bachelorettes yeah i don't know well, well we'll see i always like the entrance night i know it we're gonna see how people show up yeah i mean i'll be that'll be on the dvr that'll have to be catch up tomorrow morning julia you know. Oh, I know. After the big birthday celebration, you'll be party. jumping all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I better pee a lot before I, I get down there. I was just going to say, bring your own mini pad. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else do we know? Let Oh, I do um, uh, want people to look at uh, Anne Hathaway wearing Valentino, looking like a Barbie. I think she looks quite cute. 
I think she does too. I don't know how you walk in those shoes. Well, we saw Lisa Rana wore them to Sutton Stacks at Beverly, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Do you believe she made them go out in no. that wet yard? No. That wet little no. tiny side yard? I would have put down carpeting around it. I would have made my... She's that was got, so odd. She has so many helpers. Yeah, that was just an odd dinner party. It was... I think she's... When you have to bring all the fur coats out of the closet, make people sit out in a rainy little yard in Beverly Hills, I just feel like there's that's not a party. I I <laughs> I'm a party snob and I'm gonna just say that's not a party. On a scale to one to ten, that one just doesn't fly, does it? No, it's it really so doesn't. goofy. Mm-mm. It's so goofy. Uh Oprah Winfrey, her dad died over the weekend. He oh. was eighty eight, uh-huh. but you know what she she had a big, huge Fourth of July birthday party for him because they knew that they had can- that he had cancer and you know he owned a barber shop for years and years and years. And um, anyway, she just said, yeah, we had a big party for him, 4th of July. We gave him flowers while he could appreciate it. And she had some gossip and he died like, you know, basically a week later. And um, um, yeah, she wanted him to have a party with all of his friends come and see him before he died, not just at the funeral. I love that. I know. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. It honored him in his own backyard. She went to him. I really like that Mm. idea a lot. I just think of the Tanya Tucker song, Bring Me My Flowers Now. That was so good. There's a documentary coming out about her. That That ought to be good. Yeah, Brandy Carlisle, I think, is maybe one of the producers on it. And she's just like really of the belief that Tanya Tucker has not gotten her dues. Well, you know. And she produced that album that don't bring me my flowers now. And she's like, everybody sings, you know, with the influence of Tanya. It's not Tanya. It's Tanya Tucker. How does, how do you know? Because I heard that I heard Brandi Carlisle say in the clip on the thing I saw. Tanya. Tanya. Oh, for crying out Because we know a Tanya, but you can pronounce it two way. Tanya is not Tanya. (laughs) It, it. For the most part. This is Bring My Flowers Now? Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty song. That is a great... Her voice is so different. It's smokied and weathered. Yes. Yes, it is. And the video is really cool, too. Mm-hmm. Is she on a horse? Oh. She's on a horse driving down a small town main street, just riding down a small town main yeah. street, just singing it and going along. It's beautiful. Yeah. Black and white. Yeah, you always forget. You know, she was only 13 when Delta Dawn came out. Oh, wow. I remember she... wailing that song oh, yeah. on a walk up at our farm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that song. We would just sing that so loud. Oh, I still could, like, sing I, that song. Why haven't We haven't thought of that one on a Friday. Not for a while, but we have been known to sing it, Julia, because it's uh, it pops up in the karaoke list of uh, people who can't carry a tune. This is a good one. <laughs> Which we subscribe to that. Yeah, right. Um, happy birthday, honey. Have Thank fun you. tonight. We'll catch up tomorrow. Thanks, Grant. Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow.